Hello, health builders. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast dedicated to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is fat to fit in as little as 25 minutes? In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode, I will be sharing with you strategies that have worked for me for building a body that feels strong and looks strong-ish. <laughs> okay, so back to the direct questions because I think when we ask the hard questions, we get our best answers. So here are your questions for the day. The body that you currently have, are you proud of its level of endurance and strength? And the next question is, are you avoiding gyms because of how far you've let your body go? So in this episode, I don't think I really have to cascade the pain because a lot of this pain is linked to what it's like to not eat great foods and not eat whole foods and not eat real foods and not get serious about meal planning and letting your body go because the nutrition part and the fitness part, a lot of times they go hand in hand. And unfortunately, that's all people really know when it comes to health. There are a lot of other things that go into it, like chiropractic being foundational to healing. People don't get that part, but we're not going to get too far off track here. So let's right the ship. Okay. So when you let your body go from a physical training standpoint, which happens pretty much to all of us after college, because what happens is once we graduate from high school, and that's the question I asked people, I said, hey, how much did you weigh when you graduated from high school? And most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, that's people's ideal weight. And when I'm sitting down with them, they have let their body go for a decade or two decades. And what happens is the weight just piles on and they you know, they get weaker and the endurance drops as well. So um, happened to me too, because I was in college for a million years. And f- even for those who were going f- for two to four years, immediately after high school, they're in the rat race. They are on the hamster wheel. It's go, go, go lifestyle. And something's got to give. And a lot of times that is they're eating for convenience and they quit moving as much as they used to move. Um, a misconception out there is that metabolism drops way down once you get you know, into your late 20s and 30s. Well, what happens is your body quits triggering metabolic activity. So your body quits. It, 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 doesn't, it no longer needs to burn fat as fuel, so it starts to store it in case of an emergency, and it just it piles on. So really, our inactivity is what's driving the metabolism going down. So we're in the rat race, we're running around, we're making these poor choices and we're not working out. And then all of a sudden we're sitting all the time. And what that's doing is it's sabotaging any fitness that we engage in. 
And now we're sitting, we're not moving, we're making bad choices, and everything is affected by that too because weight starts to get put on. And we talked about what that does in the last episode, but it runs you down. It makes you more prone to most diseases, cancer, heart disease, stroke, diabetes, metabolic conditions, autoimmune conditions, musculoskeletal conditions, arthritis, you name it. When you start to let yourself go, your body breaks down. And your parents' generation, the ones who took the chronic illness rate from 4% in 1960 to 48% today, they didn't really work on these things, or at least they weren't doing the right things, for sure with the diet. They were missing the boat massively with the diet. And, you know, some of them were rocking out some Jane Fonda videos and crushing that or maybe jogging on a regular basis. But their level of fitness compared to how sedentary they were was not enough to make up for, you know, the negative effects of their lifestyle. And don't blame them. Their doctors taught them to live this way. They said, hey, everything you have is genetic. There's nothing you can do about it. The pharmaceutical ads on TV taught them to do this. They said, hey, take this pill. Everything will be great. And they bought it, hook, line, and sinker. And we're as sick as we've ever been thanks to that behavior. So here's the path out. You can be really proud of the body you create, but it's going to take time. Little by little becomes a lot. Just like it took you decades to get into this bad spot, it's going to take you a little while to get out of it. And in a culture where everybody wants instantaneous results, uh, when you see the word instant, I want you to start saying, oh, non-sustainable. Mm. <laughs> mm, quick? Mm, that's not going to last. When you see those things, easy, quick, fast. It's, it doesn't work that way. I hate to break it to you. People in my office feel good pretty quickly under care, but that doesn't mean that the healing has really even taken hold yet. We're just like taking the few straws that broke the camel's back off of the camel's back. There are still a crap ton of straws on the camel's back. And that's true with your workout. That's true with your diet. So once you start getting on a regular fitness routine, you're going to notice that your energy levels are up, but you still have a long way to go. And what's beautiful about exercise is if you're part of a dynamic fitness program like CrossFit or a kettlebell gym or a group fitness class, you're going to constantly be tested and realized, yes, I see progress, but I still have a long way to go. So as you get going and you start feeling those incredible changes, also know that you're, the most important thing that you're doing is you are building a healthy, strong body that is going to be much more protected against things like chronic illness. So use that as a motivator. Okay, here's how you do it. It's super simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. You need to sweat every day. And it doesn't have to be difficult. For some of us, sweating could be as, something as simple as walking to the end of our driveway and back. We can break a sweat in that short of a period of time, but eventually you're going to walk to the end of the block and back. And then you're going to be walking miles and then you'll be doing sprinting intervals in you know a few months or a few years. But here's the key. It's consistency. Little by little becomes a lot. It's getting that momentum. It's building up that momentum. So the most important thing is that you sweat every day. How you do it 
really that's up to you. Find with some, some find something that you can pull off every single day. Here's the next most important part. Have a plan B because what's going to happen is life is going to happen. Your kid is going to be in your bed all night and you're going to be completely exhausted and run down and not be able to do your group fitness class in the morning or something's going to fill in your evening. And when that happens, at least the first handful of times that it happens, you're going to be really prone to fall completely off the wagon and you're going to do the build and burn thing where you get going with a fitness routine and then you stop and then, you know, weeks or months or sometimes years go by and then you start up again from from zero from zip you don't have your endurance your strength all of those things are completely gone so have a plan b what i use are apps i use the app Swerkit, and it's a paid app i think it's ten dollars a month something like that when life happens for me i pull that thing out i choose a routine there's hundreds maybe thousands to choose from and it's specific to different body part. It can even be stretching or yoga. That's part of that app. That's why I love it. And I choose a five-minute routine that I know that I'll break a sweat in. But it doesn't even have to be an app. It can be something as simple as doing air squats and push-ups before bed. You know, it, most of us, it doesn't take us a lot of air squats and push-ups to break a sweat. The point is, is you get really used to moving your body, increasing your heart rate, and start starting to work on strength. And as far as the strength part, eventually starting to add weights and things like that into it. So there you have it. Figure out a way to sweat every single day. And here is where we turn ideas into action. What I want you to do is I want you to drop in to at least three gyms during the next two weeks. And the reason I want you to do this, it back to the walking thing, if walking is how you start doing it on a consistent basis, that is fantastic. But eventually, I want you to work up to where you're going to the gym and really starting to push your body. Because when you go to the gym and you're surrounded by other people, there's the accountability factor, yes, which is awesome. There's that like-minded individuals component to it. Yes, that's awesome. But you will push yourself harder when you're in a group of people who are all trying to do the same thing, which is get in better shape, get stronger, get better looking, all of those things. So you're going to push yourself better. That's my end goal for you is to end up in some awesome CrossFit gym or kettlebell gym down the road. But in order for you to do that, you, we have to address a limiting belief that you likely have. And that is that you don't belong in those gyms or you don't fit in in those gyms. When you show up at these gyms and as far as dropping in, it's going to be free. Uh, almost always it's going to be free. Most of them have like a free one-day membership or a free week. And it allows you to see other people who are in the exact same boat as you. You will see them. They are not all Instagram fitness models. Most of them are not. And lots of them are probably in even worse shape than you, but they are there trying and getting after it. And you need to find that tribe. There's so much power in a tribe of like-minded individuals. The people you hang out with most, you're going to adopt their behavior. So you should start hanging out with healthy people. And then I want you to figure out what your plan B is going to be. That's your next action item. Figure out what your plan B is. If it's going to be push-ups, great. If it's going to be air squats, great. If it's going to be an app, awesome. There you have it. Those are the two big things. On the next episode, we are going to talk about the one mistake that you're most likely making that no matter how much you exercise, no matter how healthy you eat, you are sabotaging it. And it's just one thing you're doing every single day. We'll get into that next week. Bye. And that concludes this episode of Habits That Heal. Now it's time to get to work because ideas without action are useless. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. And while you're there, please leave a review. 
And to continue this conversation, follow us at pathoutofpain.com and on Facebook at Habits That Heal.